Welcome back, everybody, to the Between the Stitches podcast, a baseball-only show, part of the Phenomenal Fan Media Group. My name is Ryan, his name is Jared, and we've got a pretty stellar episode for you. Baseball is firing on all cylinders. We've gone through not technically a full month of games, but we are into the month of May, and we were going to talk about the monthly awards that were given out by Major League Baseball. I'll give you a nice standings update. Talk about the balls themselves. There's been some issues with the baseballs. We will discuss. And how long do you give a guy before he's not that good? Let's talk about it. Jared we are here we are rumbling through the baseball season we're getting into the nice juicy thick part of the season a lot of people would argue the end of the year is the most important August September the dog days I think it's the earlier part of the year April May because as guys start to go down with the injury a lot of these games get out of hand for some teams or they end up losing in heartbreaking fashion you're like, ah, well, it's only April. Like, every game matters. Every game is crucially important. And recapping the games that had just gone on over the weekend will tell you exactly what I mean. Some good examples of teams that should be performing better but dropped some games early. The Red Sox lose two out of three to the Baltimore Orioles over the past weekend. The... Giants take two out of three from the Nationals, which is fine, right? Except for the Nationals are fucking horrible. And if I'm the Giants going into that series, anything but a sweep is less than ideal. The Padres, the Padres take two out of three from the Pittsburgh Pirates. I am a Padres fan, and I was disappointed, very disappointed, that you don't come out of Pittsburgh with a sweep. So it's going to come down to the end of the season and the Padres are going to be in September and they're going to be two games behind the Giants, four games behind the Giants. And we're going to say, man, we're right there. We're so close. We didn't quite get to the the top or we didn't make it. What about that one fucking game we lost to the Pirates at the end of April? You know what I mean? I think it's important, you know? Dodgers Dodgers lost two to the fucking Diamondbacks. They did earlier. Yeah, lost last week. The, yeah, it was last week. I don't know if it, I think we may. Have, I think it might have been Thursday. They lost two. Yeah, two or three of the Diamondbacks. Yeah, the Dodgers took two out of three from the Tigers. Tigers beat them once. You know, so it's yeah, kind of similar. So, like, so so you're coming out of you're put between the Tigers and the, the Diamondbacks and the and the Orioles you, taking the Red Sox down. You, you know, you're going you're going three and three. That's like, it's just, yeah, I don't know. That's baseball. I mean, baseball is really a game of like anybody can oh, beat anybody on For like, sure. Like more, for sure. More than, more than any other sport. 100%. 100% agree. Uh, but 
still even another one jared d-backs by the way we're talking about just mention the d-backs d-backs uh the cardinals take two out of three from the d-backs cardinals should probably be sweeping a series like that but they didn't uh in other words in other series angels take two out of three from the white Sox. cleveland i think two out of three from oakland tampa bay drops two out of three to the minnesota twins twins look pretty good I think the Braves took two out of three. I'm kind of just running through this list here. The Mets are hot. The Yankees swept the Royals. Cubs and Brewers. Brewers took two out of three. Rockies swept the Reds. Leads us into our standings for the current situation in baseball. The evening of May 3rd, 2022. Looking at it right now. The best record in all of baseball. New York Yankees. 17 and 6 for the Yanks. Woo! 10 game win streak for the New York Yankees. They are unstoppable right now. Yeah, they're, they're pretty good. Uh, Glaber Torres is playing better. And you that's said one, that. That's You said that. That's one note. Yeah, that's one notable thing. As like, if, if Glaber Torres doesn't play well for them, they're not going to be as good as they can be. Anthony Rizzo's really fucking taking taking advantage of that short porch there. Yep. Um, but it just in general, he's actually batting pretty well. But some of the, some of his cheapies that he had, some of the cheapies that he's had at Yankee Stadium were. Uh, oh yeah, they were they were they were, were ugly. They're, they're they're funny, but you know what. That's only home games. I get it. Blah, blah, blah. But at the same time, that team's, the team's playing well, and uh, I just don't know. I don't know if it's going to, like, I don't know. I'm waiting for them to fall apart slightly. I just, I think yeah. they're a little bit hotter. They're, they're, they're going to have to, they're going to have to regress. Oh, for sure. Towards the, uh, towards the mean a little bit. So, like, I just don't see them. I mean, anytime you go 10-0 during the season, your fucking record's going to look sexy. So, yeah, it's going to look a lot sexier than it did 10 games before. So, uh, Toronto's right, right there, a couple games behind. Yep. Where that when where you and I are real high on Toronto, I think they still, still high on Toronto. Really... Yeah. yeah. Yeah, me too. Um, I still don't think they've played their best baseball yet. No, their pitching has been horrible, like really bad, and they're still fifteen and nine, second place in the AL East. A couple of us, uh, couple of surprises, Jared. Minnesota Twins find themselves. In first place with a three and a half game lead in the AL Central. 14 and nine. The Minnesota Twins, I believe. Hold on. We tweeted it out earlier. The Twins have the fifth best team ERA in baseball. Not sure anybody pegged that one. The Angels are leading the American League West. 15 and nine for the LA Angels. Two and a half games over the Astros, who are 12 and 11. The Astros will come back up towards the top. The Angels will cool off a bit. But Angels might make the playoffs. That would be cool. Yeah, you you and I have talked about that where we think where the, the Angels, are they should be good. The team's fucking ridiculous in terms of like star power every year. So Of course. They should they should be good, so it doesn't really yeah. surprise me to see them playing well. I mean, you have 
like a roster full of MVP ish people. So, yep. Yes, Angels lead the West. The Mets lead the NL East with the second best record in baseball at 17 and 8. They've played two more games than the Yankees. They've lost two more games than the Yankees. They both have 17 wins. New York, New York. The fucking Empire City, Jared, is shitting on people. I don't know if it's good or bad for baseball because it sucks when there's the East Coast media bias and everyone's just dry humping the Yankees and the Mets. But they kind of deserve it right now. So good for the Mets. 17 and 8. The other shocker in that division, second place in the National League East right now, the Miami Marlins at 12 and 10. The only other team in that division above 500. Are the Marlins going to make the playoffs? Probably not. Is it kind of interesting to see them be above 500 22 games into the season? Yeah, it's really interesting. They're pitching the shit out of the ball. Pablo Lopez right now is the Cy Young. He won. We'll get into the awards later, but he won National League Pitcher of the Month. So, I mean, good for them. NL Central, Milwaukee. Milwaukee 15-8, and eight, leading that division a game and a half over the Cardinals, kind of exactly what we projected in that division. Brewers and Cardinals battling it out. And in the NL West, it's the best division in baseball right now, Jared. All five teams have more than 10 wins. 14 and 7 for the Dodgers, 15 and 8 for the Padres, 14 and 8 for the Giants, 13 and 9 for the Rockies, and 11 and 13 for the old the Snakes, Jared. The old Rattlers. The Rattlers, 11 and 13, not bad for the D-backs. Had them a lot lower than that. Again, 24 games into the season. But like you Merrill mentioned, Kelly. Merrill Kelly, they've had a couple guys that have been pitching really well. Who's that? Zach Gallon. Gallon, Zach Gallon's been throwing the ball well. He yeah. fucking throws hard, man. Yeah, he's good. There's hard, and, he, and he's got a nasty breaking ball. They picked up. Uh, they picked up the pitching coach from Houston, Jared Brent Schramm, old guy. Might mm-hmm. be doing a little bit of work for him, so I don't know. Yeah, but maybe they, stick a little something on their gloves. Who knows? Yeah, NL West is it going to be a good division? It's going to be a fun battle. I'll tell you one team that's not going to make the playoffs this year, Jared. The fucking Reds, three and nineteen not good three and 19 that's one of the worst starts i think i've ever seen jerry they could win 16 games in a row and they'd be at 500 16 games in a row and they'd be at 500 three and 19 that is like i mean it's not gonna happen but i think they're on pace to go like 15 and fucking 140 (laughs) like not exactly but they're on pace to be historically the worst team in baseball will they get a little bit better maybe i don't fucking know joey vados looked like shit to start the year everything will kind of start to even out and balance out but that's where we stand with the standings right now speaking of i don't know baseball i guess (laughs) The balls, Jared. We all love balls. We all, I mean, I love balls. I don't know about you, Jared, but the balls, balls are always on the top of my mind. Just baseballs, footballs, ball, basketballs. They're just, they're just bouncing, <laughs> just bouncing around in my head. 
They are they are always in my thoughts balls and they're also in a lot in everyone's thoughts specifically the pitchers this year Jared there's been some complaints about the baseballs in the league so far this year a lot of pitchers coming out vocal about the inconsistencies between how the baseballs feel how they look how they fucking smell everything Chris Bassett was one of them, a pitcher for the New York Mets, came out, was pretty vocal about it initially came up because the Mets hitters are getting drilled at a historic rate. Like they've gotten hit by like 25 pitches in 24 games. People are like, yo, what is going on? And Chris Bassett's like, well, it's because like it sucks to see our guys getting drilled, but it's because the baseballs are bullshit. he, He said he's I'm a pitcher. I'll get a ball to start the game. I'll throw four pitches with it. I love it. The guy fouls it off. I get a ball back from the umpire. I'm like, what is this bullshit? doesn't feel the same. doesn't look the same. And Jared and I were both pitchers. And we can say a lot of times people are like, oh, these pitchers are just finding every way to complain, this and that. It is 100% a real thing that the balls oh, could dude. feel distinct. Like it could be millimeters of difference in oh. seam height and tackiness and whatever you want to say. And we could go, Whoa, would, we could literally, say, Whoa, Holy shit. That's different. You know, I would say like, like, like there's a lot, there's a lot to be said about it. Like even like at different times of the season, like a, being a Colorado guy, being a Colorado pitcher, when it like before, when like that winter air is still out there and it's oh, sucking yeah. the moisture out of everything. Oh yeah. One, your skin's drier, the ball's slicker, it's dry, it, like it feels dry. Two, we would fucking throw bullpens. We'd throw bullpens with these balls, but like we'd play catch just so we wouldn't ruin every ball on the turf, just because you'd turn them black after three sessions or whatever yep. to you know warm you up. Two or three days, you know, you're throwing flat grounds and shit, and you just throwing a slider in the dirt or whatever it is you kind of you kind of mess the balls up like that as well um so yeah there's definitely something to be said about the way it feels i have a theory for it though i have it's right about because i'm right and right about everything but, uh-huh. um i think that what happened was major league baseball when they a couple years ago got called out for tightening up the seams Remember that? Yeah, 2017 was like the, the yeah, World the, Series the, the, is when they tried it. And the World Series, the balls were literally just launching out of the stadiums. George Springer was hitting balls over the lights. Carlos Correa was hitting balls. He was clipping the bottom side of the ball, and it was just landing in the Crawford boxes. And pitchers were like, what? And then 2019 was the bad. That was like was the, bad. Well, that was when all the home, the home runs. So I, I, I have a theory is that fucking Manfred – and all the all all the owners got together this last year, and they're like, "Here, listen, we fucking we tightened up every ball. We literally got called out by the entire world for it because there was historic amounts of home runs. How about this? We're just gonna take three different types of balls: one tight one, one dead ball, and one and one normal. just normal one, and we're just gonna mix them. And it's gonna be like a random number generator in MLB The Show." And you're just going to fucking, you're going to hit good, good contact. And not it's not going to go anywhere. And, and, and it's, it's not going to go anywhere. It's going to get caught. It's going to get caught at the warning track like this. And then you're going to have another guy that's going to go perfect, perfect. 
and it's not and it's gonna go to the warning track and then you're gonna have a good okay and it's gonna be fucking 413 feet yep because because every third ball is different i've seen and that I've seen that that's kind of like that's been a, how it is. Is that, is that a theory? Is that a theory that they're saying? No, not people aren't really saying that. Guys. I'm just saying more generally, like the kind of the, the page we mention all the time, would it dong or whatever, or like mm-hmm. um, another one, would it dong isn't, isn't the best because mostly it's like, would it dong based on the exit or the, the distance that it traveled. But mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of balls this year, Jared, where it's like, uh, it's like, Exit velo 107, launch angle 34 degrees, 390. And then in comparison, people will draw the exact same exit velo and launch angle, and the ball will go 415. People are like, what the fuck is going on? I don't know if it's true or not, but what I do know is that as a pitcher and baseball players and guys that those guys play baseball their whole lives – and they know how a baseball is supposed to come off the bat, how it's supposed to feel, how it's supposed to look. I believe the players 1000% on anything that's like oh. baseball complaint situations because it's, yeah, because they're, it's they're, so they're easy, playing. by the way, it's so easy for the league to manipulate as well. It's so it's easy. A, you know, you want to know what's funny is it kind of, it, this uh, it happens in like good example I have for recently is like, like some slow pitch softball. Uh-huh. They're, they're, they have, they have old, old balls that literally feel like you're hitting a fucking potato mat. yeah it just like it just like you can feel it. and then I'll, you'll see the, the umpire go to his backpack and they'll flip up this bright yellow ball to the pitcher it's one of the brand new ones. still still rock solid doesn't have that rubberiness to it and then that ball will get lost in within fucking ten, the next two at bats because somebody will just somebody will just hit a casual fly ball that's normally a fly ball that's hitting off the fence and it's just yep and it really is like the, like the uh, like a ball that's slightly softer spongier is going to absorb the impact it's going to go nowhere so i'm guessing that's that's exactly what it is you have a tighter ball yeah you have three different types of baseballs you have what should just be standard not fucking messed with you have one that's slightly manipulated to be a dead ball and then you have the fucking offensive juggernaut ball yeah i guarantee that's what's i almost can guarantee that's what's happening and that's why that's why bassett had said exactly what he said because i don't fucking know sometimes they'll be okay Sometimes yeah. they're dog shit. Sometimes, you know, he's like, it's I love every, it. Yeah. It's, every, it's every inning. So it's like, so those umpires are reaching into that bucket of a bunch of pearls that look the same, but they don't, they don't all feel the same. They fucking guarantee it. Yeah. No, I agree. And they then, probably that's, all that's look the is. same too, right? It's, so it's it, hard to. No, they pro- yeah, they look exactly the same. So it's all, it's hard it's, to be like, oh, this. But one thing I, I, I will say, and that I don't, I don't, the sympathy that I don't have for the pitchers. In some cases only, and I am a pitcher, but if I was a big leaguer and I saw it on a game last night, Jared, a pitcher for the Rays, Ryan Thompson, he's a sidearm slinger. He threw his warm-up pitches. He threw his warm-up pitches, and one of the balls he threw, he bounced. And they, the catcher flipped it out of play, gave him, got him a new one from the umpire, threw it to him. He caught it, and he threw one warm-up pitch with it to the catcher. And the catcher threw it down to second base. Didn't touch the dirt. Didn't do anything. Went His hand, a catcher glove, catcher glove throw down to second in the glove didn't touch any dirt pitcher got the ball back looked at it spun it around in his hand you know wiggled it up in the air like the umpire like i need a new one tossed it out of play they gave him a new ball he looked at it rubbed it down and felt it in his fingers and said nope and wiggled it and tossed that one out of play so if you have the luxury to be able to just throw whatever ball you don't like out of play why wouldn't you do it 
You know what I mean? If you're going to bitch and complain yeah. about it, it's like, well, then I get it. I know I get what you're saying. It's hard to be like every single ball because you could come in 10 straight balls that you don't like. You know, the umpire's going to be like, okay, dude, enough. But I don't feel bad for you. So isn't there, something, isn't there something to be said about that, though, too? Like the fact that they can just they, feel through them and, and just finally be like, oh, yeah, this is the one. Yeah. I, mean, I guarantee it. I guarantee, I guarantee be interesting. We should ask Lucas Gilbreth if we can fucking have him snag, yeah. a, snag us snag us 12 of them we should fuck around and see if we can put some sort of clamp like some pressure clamp on them dude uh, you want to you want to get some good solid viral content let's fuck around some mlb baseballs let's yeah. cut these fuckers open let's take let's take a look because um yeah because i i i can all, i guarantee yeah i mean honestly I you could that, you could take the different is. balls mark them one through 12 put it in the jugs machine and don't touch the jugs machine and just have it dialed up to 100 miles an hour angled at 30 degrees and just thump and have one of them go and it fucking goes out of the stadium and then thump and one of them lands at yeah, but, 380 yeah but I, I and do it 10 better, times think, you know do it 10 times with yeah, each but, ball yeah but i think you like i think the the jugs machine's probably not a great example because it's guaranteed it's going to shoot the ball out around that speed i think a better example is like you need to like you need to see it bounce off of something you need to see the another object yeah or there's, another, there's yeah, probably you a ton a bat, of ways or 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 whatever see how far different balls come off the wall and yeah. granted that there's i don't know i mean i don't know what the fucking scientific way is what we'll the what we'll the consult some smart people we're just a bunch of fucking dumb jocks you know? that was but, actually jared believe it or not that was what that was my science project when i was at eighth grade eighth grade teacher a science teacher was like you guys need to do a science project and my buddies are doing a fucking volcano and the fucking all the bullshit and i was like you know what i'm gonna so do overplayed so overplayed yeah volcano. yeah it's bullshit <laughs> I was like, you know, what? I'm going to do the difference between a wood bat and a metal bat. And my teacher's like, that's fine, but you need to be able to test it. Like you have to, it has to be variable. It has to have, you have to eliminate the variables. And so I built this spring loaded. It was a, t- uh, imagine a baseball tee, Jared, like you would put a ball on the tee, except it's got a, a pivoting, a rotating, I don't know piece on the top and you you clamp a baseball bat into it and then the baseball bats lined up at 90 degrees and you pull it back exactly 180 degrees and you let go and it spins around and hits the baseball so my point is there's some scientific methods that you could try to do but it's so hard because dude the angles of bats are hitting the ball and the spin rate can affect how far it goes like everything can change you know the baseball so I don't know. I believe Chris Bassett. I just am curious, like, what exactly is going on there behind the scenes. So, basically, I think one thing to remember is, like, just fuck MLB. No, bottom line. Fuck the owners. Fuck man man fraud and everybody. Speaking of MLB, Jared, before we get into our last last topic, we want to talk about the MLB Monthly Awards. Players of the Month. 2022... Uh, let's see. April. Major League Baseball Players of the Month 2022. Logan Gilbert was named the American League Pitcher of the Month. How about these stats, Jared? 22 and a third, 22 strikeouts, 0.4 ERA, two earned runs. Two runs, one earned 
in 22 and a third innings. You know, he was he, him and Chris Flexen last year were like good. They were they were great. They were top money pitchers. So that means like yeah, value. value. Yeah, yeah, I know yeah, what you're saying. ERA uh 2021 stat leaders covers 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 MLB leaders. Yeah, they, those two were uh those two last year were like They have, they, they're like covers covers is great if you guys if you guys like betting on baseball at all it's a great thing to look at because like yeah there's like some strategy shit you can do sorry i'll, I'll i won't go spin off too no far, it's but not there's there's strategy shit you can do where you can look at things like a, a team's bullpen era and the average uh like if you look if you see like a really shitty bullpen era speaking of that really funny I'm looking at the White Sox lead having the worst ERA in this. Um, this is this is the postseason last year though. Um, but anyway, you can look at starters' average length of of like how many like how many innings yep. pitching per game. So you can say okay, it, like he averages fucking five and two thirds, and then his team's bullpen is like a five point four, which would be like Diamondbacks or Rockies last year. Yep. So that's like you look at things like that, and and you can you can kind of like assume over over unders that's what i that's what i like to um i think last year i had some success with that for sure but but um okay regular season all mlb statistics hurry up that uh team bullpen era that's what automatically just happened on my phone come on here we go I think uh, I think it is important though, like <clears throat> betting or not, like you know they always talk about wins and losses as a pitcher. You know when pitchers don't always get the win or the loss, but there's mm-hmm. like stats that show how a team performs, win or lose, when a certain pitcher's on the mound. And I'm I'm certain that you know uh, like Pablo Lopez got National League Pitcher of the Month. And let me read his stats real quick: twenty three and a third innings with a point three nine ERA. And he led the majors in ERA for the month of April. And he has a score. He had a scoreless streak of 18 and a third coming into the month. And it's the first award for both, but both guys went three and oh. So it's like, if you pitch good enough, you're going to get the wins and clearly your team is going to win as well. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Okay. So Gilbert is that right? I'm just looking at it right now. Gilbert last in, in the month was, he was number one on the list for money pitchers. He, team, so what the stat means, if you bet, if you bet on the the Mariners when he starts the game, the team was five and zero. So he won three games, but the team was five and zero. So it means he came out and they still managed to win, which means he kept it close. So if you were to bet, I'm I'm assuming this is hundred dollar units, hundred dollars that you were you would have won, you'd be up five sixteen right now. Yeah, that's really good. On, on, on Gilbert, yeah. There was Zach, Zach Gallon that we talked about earlier. Three and one when he starts for the Diamondbacks. 368. It's kind of funny. You get guys like, you get you Baltimore, which is kind of funny. But the, yeah. And that's because you get so you. Let me see. Player, uh, money line, so. Players of the month. Okay. 
Here we go, Jared. Players of the month. Pitchers of the month. Uh, okay. Oh, sorry. Before you say it, last year, Chris Flexen. I think it's it's Chris, right? Chris Flexen uh -huh. and Logan Gilbert in Logan Gilbert last year in the regular season were number one and number three in the MLB for if you bet on the Mariners when they started. You'd gone with Flexen twenty two and nine and Gilbert sixteen and eight for a total of twenty seven hundred dollars twenty seven hundred and three dollars. Yep, last year. That's just interesting. It's funny that you said that Gilbert won it. Yeah, so Logan Gilbert and Pablo Lopez, two guys that you definitely probably wouldn't have put your money on to win the first month's pitcher of the uh, pitcher of the months for their respective leagues. Players of the month, Jared. Third baseman is the theme. Jose Ramirez in the American League, Nolan Arenado in the National League. Jose Ramirez, he went, he hit three forty two in April, seven jacks. 28 stakes, 15 XBH, 11.33 OPS. 15 extra base hits. It's a lot of fucking extra base hits. 13 or 11.33 OPS. That is a fucking joke. He led the major leagues in RBI, second in OPS, second in home runs, top five in batting average. You know, you just, you can't go wrong with a guy like J-Ram. So good for Jose Ramirez. Nolan Arenado. In April, 375, five jacks, 17 stakes, 12 extra base hits, 1125 OPS. He led the league in OPS, third in batting average, tied for second in RBIs, and fourth in home runs. What was interesting for me, Jared? Nolan Arenado got player of the month. Okay. It's totally fair. Totally fair, right? Had a good month, played well. Put up some offensive numbers, except for I would have given my player of the month to Manny Machado. And that's bias. But Machado went 375, 1031 OPS, four homers, 16 RBIs, four bags. And if you're looking at wins above replacement, Manny Machado's is actually higher than Nolan Arenado. Just saying. But no, good for those guys. Machado's a little bit better, apparently, in the spectrum of war. Arenado's still really solid. Great player. Jose Ramirez, Nolan Arenado. And then the relievers of the month. Jordan Romano from the Toronto Blue Jays and Josh Hader from the Pirates. Again, two guys that, I mean, you could have picked at least Hader I don't know about Romano, but Jordan Romano, Jared, this in April, he had 10 saves, the 1.59 ERA in 11 and a third. And he had 13, 13, 13 punch outs in 11 and a third. Josh Hader, ugh, dude, only pitched nine and a third, but he had 15 strikeouts. He had his opponent batting average was 0 0.067. Good for those guys. Yeah, but, yeah it's kind of what's kind of wild is uh, Chapman. Chapman didn't get it. Chapman was kind of yeah. Well, he was kind of up there. He had he was he had six. I guess the other guys had stupid numbers too. 
But Chapman had it looks like six saves, struck out eleven, didn't allow a run. Yeah, the other zero ERA. The other guy that I thought I thought the National League uh, reliever of the month, Jared, was going to be Taylor Rogers on the Padres. Actually, he had nine and a two thirds innings pitched, ten strikeouts, nine saves, zero earned runs, zero, and uh, he had yeah eight strikeouts and fifteen batters faced. He just had a really good yeah he had a good uh not fifteen batters he had more than that. He had 34 batters faced. He had 10 punch outs. I just thought it'd be Taylor Rogers, but Josh Hader's a good pick too. So either way, Jared, this will move us on to our last topic. And it's kind of a down topic, unfortunately. But we talked about a lot of these prospects that got called up on opening day. Bobby Wood Jr., Julio Rodriguez, Mackenzie or uh, CJ Abrams. Uh I'm probably missing one or two. Oh, Spencer Torkelson. The big guys, big prospects, top yeah. 10 guys, whatever, top two in their systems. A lot of them came up and a lot of them struggled. They starting to even out a little bit. Julio Rodriguez is starting to pick it up a little bit. Bobby Witt Jr. is starting to pick it up. Torkelson, they're all starting to come back up a bit. One guy that was a huge prospect, Jared, and he just hasn't done it. Jared Kelnick for the Mariners. Last season, yeah, he's, he's he, coming last, off like an injury, though, isn't he? Uh, last season, he played 93 games. He hit 181 with a 615 OPS. This year, he's played 22 games. He's hitting 134 with a 486 OPS. He's played in 115 games. And his career numbers is he's batting 173 with a 594 OPS. 404 at bats. So my question yeah. is, Jared, how long do these guys get before it's like, uh, uh oh, he's not that good? That is all 100% dependent on the team's investment they put in them. And their timeline too, I think. Yeah, yeah, their timeline, their timeline, their investment, and prospects probably coming behind them as well. But yeah, I don't know. You 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 really want to see a guy like that? That's that's got all got some hype behind him. Perform. You really you really do one for him himself because it's like it is shitty to see like a guy like 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 piss away an opportunity once they get up there. Um, but yeah, I don't really know. I don't know what, I don't know how many at-bats they give him. I mean, the, I think the big thing to remember here is even though you said 404 at-bats, you got to remember that that's not even full season, a full season yet. So it's like, okay, he had a shitty rookie year. So he, he'll, he'll at least get, I don't know. I don't know how long it is until you send a guy. Yeah. Because you're the, you're the Mariners and it, for them, it's like, this is their window. This is their time to win. They want to be winning games. By the way, Jared, Kelnick plays outfield. Julio Rodriguez plays outfield. Mitch Hanniger plays outfield. Guess who's coming back from the IL? Kyle Lewis. He plays outfield. Kyle Lewis comes back. Slot him in. Get Kelnick the fuck out of there. You don't want to send him down again. But you kind of... Maybe? I, I don't know. I don't know what you do. 
it's hard because Kelnick was sixth round pick. Or I mean, uh, excuse me, first round pick, sixth overall. He was their number one prospect. He was a top 10 guy when they called him up and he just struggled. He struggled right away. Hasn't really found the groove yet. I don't know, you know, what it is exactly. He has a ton of strikeouts, Jared, a ton of strikeouts. He's averaging over a strikeout a game and he doesn't walk a lot. He has six walks. He has 30 punch outs this year. It's not good. It's not good at all. So I don't know. We'll see what we'll see what the deal is with Kelnick. Hopefully he turns it around, of course, right? Hopefully he picks it back up. He starts tearing it up again. That would be good for the Mariners, good for the game of baseball. But sometimes, you know what, man? Just doesn't quite uh doesn't quite line up for guys, unfortunately. And you know, it is what it is. We can't really do much about it. Just hope for the best. So Looking forward to this weekend. We got some good series. This week and this weekend. This week, Jared, Yankees, Blue Jays, Braves, Mets, Dodgers, Giants, uh, Mariners, Astros, this weekend. Well, Mariners Astros, they're playing. They're playing right now. Yeah, Mariners Astros. No, these are all series that are on. That are started. They're going on from today through Thursday, and then when we record again on Friday, we'll, we'll run through the weekend series. But uh, Mariners Astros, White Sox Cubs, little little uh, Windy City uh, interleague. Yeah. Angels well, White Red Sox, Sox have been uh, White Sox have been playing like fucking shit so far. Yeah, they, they don't. Eight, they don't look good. Well. They don't. They won the game. Yeah. They don't we'll look see. good, but they won. I don't know. They'll turn it around at some point. So, anyways, um, that's pretty much going to do it, guys. Now, kept it nice, short, and sweet for you. We appreciate you guys tuning into the Between the Stitches podcast, part of the Phenomenal Fan Media Group. Follow us on social media, at PhenomFam, pretty much anywhere. Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Check out our website. Check out our blog. Check out our uh, Patreon. Check out our shop. All of it. Because we appreciate the support. Couldn't do it without the support, the listeners, the patrons, if you will. Hopefully you guys will be around for episode number 13 in our next episode. And otherwise, Jared, it's been a pleasure as usual. We'll catch those guys on uh, the next episode. Let's go. Yeah.